That's fair. That's it. <laughs> Uh, all right. It's out of our system. We're good, man. He's just, Mike's just staring at us. Like, come on, it's the last night of Trump's America. Let's go out with a bang. Are we still? We're on. <laughs> I want to see. I secrets, huh? I want to see what we get you to say real quick before uh, you know we were recording. Oh, that's fantastic. How long Don't was worry, it going? Steve Trump Come on, just to help you out. How long was it going? Uh, that's what only she the said. Time we, 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 didn't, we didn't record where you admitted to breaking up three marriages. We didn't. Oh, well. we, it was after that. So. And the Beatles. Because yeah. any man in a flannel car heart is just irresistible to women. Come on now. It's Paul Bunyan over here. <laughs> I, I got the log. I'm right. <laughs> I got we got Paul Bunyan and Paul Wall. We're good. <laughs> Yo. Oh, we all got secrets, and I'm the old white guy who can't figure out technology tonight, apparently. <laughs> but not as old as maybe people thought. Uh okay. Does because... this have to do does this have to do with any of our topics that we were bantering or it does. Just... Well, it does, but it doesn't. So we'll just let's not deep dive too much into this because this does relate to one of our topics that we're talking about but uh in listening to last week's podcast michael was pleasantly surprised okay he At said what? he said steve's 49 i said i said yeah he said i thought he was 52 oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so so you're actually younger you're younger than people think so that's a good thing <laughs> Where did he come up with 52? Why 52? Uh, that is no. such a random number. And uh, it puts uh, me in the 50s. I mean, that, that, you know, I, I, I should be, you know, giving help filing, to that little baby. Filing for, uh, what's it called? AARP? Yeah. Uh, a, no, 55 is AARP. I ain't there yet. Very close. I'm close hanging on. Closer than all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Except for, except for Kirk. <laughs> what are we drinking tonight, Steve? -O? Uh, oh, this is iced tea. This is uh, diet decaf iced tea. Homemade? No, Swiss Farms. Okay. It's the good hooch. Did you do dry yeah. throw? Oh, God, yeah. Swiss Farms, there, there is no such thing as uh, going into Swiss Farms. It's Swiss Farms, Swiss Farms drive through is every Swiss Farms. That's how oh, there, it works. There's not even an option to go inside. No, zero. Oh, that's right. You're you're in the area that does because that's a Delco thing. Correct. Swiss Farms. So, uh, yeah, Swiss Farms completely drive through. You are not allowed to go inside. It's like forbidden. First of all, I'll do whatever the hell I want. It's oh, you see, <laughs> you're the guy who just is like, you know, f you. I'm not wearing the mask. Well, I know you wear the it's mask, called, but you could it's be the oppositional defiance, right? If you that's tell it. me. If you tell me no, then I'm going to be like, I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> okay, so uh, here's my challenge to you. You come to Delco, video didn't happen, try to walk into a Swiss Farms and see what happens. Okay. You, like, do you think I wouldn't try? <laughs> oh, I think you would. But no, first of all, you'd see the Swiss Farms, and you'd see how cramped it is inside. You'd be like, why do I want to go in there? I'll just go inside the employee entrance, Blake. I'm here. I know, yeah. like, right. I farted <laughs> in elevators full of people. Swiss Farms does not scare me in the slightest. Yeah. Yeah, true. But I mean, you know, if you ever see a Swiss farms, most of them are just shacks. Except one. I, the the so one on the day boulevard. 
Well, I yeah. have seen them. I I have not gone to one, but I've seen them. But the one, the one in there's one in Ridley Township on McDade Boulevard that's kind of like a, a super Wawa, but you still can't go inside. They built cool. it out though. Is it possible that maybe that's Area 51? Could be. If Area 51's in Ridley Township, then we've all the whole been time. Doing the whole time we thought it was in Nevada, and here it is, right in our backyard. Oh, it would explain a lot. It would explain a lot of things about McDade Boulevard. I'll tell you that much. Well, did you hear? Apparently, there's some new thing now that, like, they have to like tell us about UFOs within like two months. I'm totally butchering it. It's like June or something. There's some dead. Yeah. Yeah, there is some deadline where they have to officially declassify all kinds of stuff. Like, okay, yeah, and with a look, look. As I was saying before, I realized the microphone was on. This is the last night of Trump's America. I'm expecting him to release the, the, the paperwork, like like unlock the paperwork any minute now. All the UFO stuff, just put it out there. There's got to be something that prevents like someone from doing that, right? No. There's got to be some vehicle in place. I mean, I think that, there's vehicles in place that don't even allow presidents into certain areas like that. Like they'll let yeah. them touch the fringe of things, but they're not going to let them. You know, yeah. Like look at this sweet whistle over here, something like that. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What do you think would happen? What do you think would be tougher to happen? Trump to get into Area 51 or Mike to get into a Swiss Farms? Trump. Right sure. now, <laughs> right now, it's not even close. Yeah. Oh no. Right now. All right. Let's it go back six like, months. It sounds like he can't even go to his home in Florida. That's well. You're, you're talking about him getting Area 51 now. But did, he, <laughs> did he do the pardons? Today was the day he was supposed to pardon, right? Now you know this is actually something I wanted to like throw out as a random topic because to, you know, as you know, we we don't get political on here, but we comment about the absurdity of politics. Has Joe Exotic been pardoned yet? That's all I want to know. Yeah, Lil Wayne, Free Weezy. Lil Wayne. Yo, Tiger how funny King. would it be if if Trump pardoned Epstein as like a maybe he's alive type thing? Like, <laughs> hey, well, Epstein. If, <laughs> but if you follow QAnon, right, and if you believe what QAnon's saying, he would never pardon Epstein, right? Because QAnon believes that he was basically Trump's whole real agenda was to take down the child predators in the world. So there's no chance that he would ever. Uh, right. Pardon Epstein. Well, yeah, I, I can't say I've ever read into the inner workings of uh, QAnon's writings here to, to really decipher that. I just read some Facebook posts a few times. Yeah. I got to think this probably Before some Zuckerberg people them. Yeah. Stop the steal. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, th th somebody in QAnon, like, they're not all operating off the same message. I mean, there's going to be a faction of QAnon that's going to go the other way with that and be like, oh, well, I, yeah, Epstein. I want to ride with the QAnon that has the guy with the buffalo hat. That's the QAnon yeah. that I want to ride with. <laughs> that's the fun QAnon. Yeah. yeah. Dude, those people, listen, politics aside, what they did aside, those people probably party hard. Oh, hard. for sure. Oh, did what they, they drink? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure they drink. Like crazy. Well, we'll have to throw a uh, like a release party for them in ten years when they get out of jail. Steve, is that the is that a hard party for you, Steve? Some some a, a night of some drinking. A hard a hard party like for, what you mean for me? Like that's a big night. I'm asking you, like what your what are the parameters for a hard party at Steve's house? 
what's, wait, a, what's, is a, this... what's a lit party at Steve's? Well, like Scrabble you know, for, without the rules. First of all, you know it's ending by eleven o'clock. I mean, we've got that established. <laughs> Uno with taxis. <laughs> <laughs> You know, right you now, you it's, haven't it's been, lived until you've played Uno with Staxies. I, I well, with like draw 26. Oh, yeah, F, F your life yeah. if you get a draw 26. <laughs> I'll, I'll, you know, I'll throw it out, I'll ruin the boy's life. Yeah, actually, lately it's been ping pong because, as, as you all know, we, we now have a ping pong slash pool table in the basement. And nice. apparently my wife is a, a ping pong ringer because she's now beaten me twice in a row. Could she beat Forrest Gump? No one can beat Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump, the goat. Good answer, man. Steve. The goat. That man, that man has focus that I think I would kill for. He shook Kennedy's hand, Steve. Dude, he, he met like three presidents. He solved Watergate. He Moon's drank 14 Dr. Peppers. Yeah, and, and, and he freaking mooned Lyndon Johnson. That son of a bitch. Ice cream, ice cream. <laughs> I knew uh, it was coming. Yeah. <laughs> All just, cream, that's my favorite. You know what, though? That's like one of those movies that every time, like if I'm flicking and I hit that, I watch, I will watch that. Oh, every God, time. yeah. You got it. You got to stick with Forrest Gump. Did y'all see it in the theater when it came out? No, I did. Steve, Steve, just for clarity, we're talking about Forrest Gump and not Forrest Hump. Oh, that's uh, Pornhub search number 10. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got to do it now because that's now a thing. Let's see if it's on Pornhub. <laughs> your, your phone carrier is like, why is Your bill is getting Pornhub. flagged, Steve. What the hell is this guy doing? All right. When your so. service provider cancels abruptly, don't wonder why. <laughs> nah, it's it's this is allowed in Biden's America. It's okay. Uh, oh, okay. Nice. Well, okay. first of all, okay, so I, I searched Forrest Gump and actually got nothing. So uh let's see if Forrest Hump comes up. Uh Forrest Hump at Pornhub. Uh we uh we struck out on that. That's a real like adult film though. It's probably oh, copyrighted, which is why it's not on there. I'm sure it is. So, so, but it's 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 apparently you know not good enough for uh, Pornhub. Yeah, you need the, you need the pre sign up for the premium subscription and see if it's on there. That would involve spending money on porn. No, you can write it off on your taxes because you say it's for the podcast. Oh, it's back. <laughs> We'd actually have to make money on this some bitch actually to be able to do that. But then oh, again, you got to spend not... money to make money, Steve. Wait, you're not making money? Oh shit. Awkward. Well, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> you did your Apple podcast is, is trying to make money on it now or they're going to. That's like a big to do that Apple wants to make money on their podcast. So freaking, you know, Steve Jobs is a state could be making money off our ass. What's he going to make six cents? If, if he makes six cents off of us, then, then I'll be shocked. Because, you know, Damn, that, Steve. That that dude in Serbia ain't paying for this. I know that. Shocked, as in the ending of Sixth Sense. <laughs> oh, I, I see, see dead people. <laughs> I actually I worked in his house. M Night Shyamalan. M Night. Yeah, nice. 
House was crazy, bro. We did a movie theater carpet Joe in his Pro, house. He's a big time Sixers fan. Yeah, mm. he is. He is. His house is like it's a compound, dude. It sits dead in the middle of five hundred acres of land. I think it's like Wrightstown, PA, or something like that. Does he have glasses of water just like throughout the house, just in case? <laughs> <laughs> Swing away. What's his name? Grant. We'll call him Grant. Swing away, Grant. Swing away. You know, mm. I, I actually. The ending of the Sixth Sense has bothered me for the longest time, but I might—I don't know if, if I'm going to get too deep here or you know throw out a spoiler for anyone. That's what she it. said. Okay, you—you—we've all actually—we've all seen it, right? I've um, not seen it, and I don't care. Okay, so yeah. so it's going to go. But if anyone you. hasn't seen it, I'm going to ruin it <laughs> yeah. for you. All the ghosts are people that Bruce Willis killed in Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering what Hans was doing there. Hans and Franz. I always wondered why, if all along Bruce Willis's character was really dead, which was the big reveal. Spoiler, sorry. Wait, what? Yeah. Sorry. Why did he think he had an appointment to see that kid? If he's dead, how could he make appointments in his appointment book? Did you ever hear of an appointment with uh, the devil or a I death, just, whatever? But Hitman, you can you explain that? Or you just no, Steve, it's none of your business. No, oh, because look, you've been in my M Knight's house. You must know the secret to this. I, we didn't even get to see the guy. Honestly, he had his butler drag us around. He has it all. Just the fact that M Knight has a butler. Did he have an English accent? <laughs> no. No, it wasn't like uh, Alfred from Pl- Batman. Please say his name was Jeeves. Oh. Because then the whole day. Like, all right, what, where should we put this carpet? I don't know. Ask Jeeves. Yes, yeah, Jeeves. I'd just say it the whole day. I would just say it the whole day. So we, uh, we've all been to the Sixers game, and they introduce M. Night Shyamalan's in the front row, and everyone gets the applause, and you know he shows up every game. One time I was there and sitting next to him, Samuel L. motherfucking Jackson, baby. Came out I'm not yelling. This is how I talk. Yeah. How do you see my movies? To be, to say that I was at a Sixers game, the same one that Samuel L. Jackson was at, I mean, that's, like, epic. I mean, Steve, you were at Sixers games with Moses Malone, Dr. Damn J. Right I, you damn right I was. Damn it. Will Chamberlain. You just said, Will I Chim- was Paul Arizon. There you go. George Eddie, Mikan. Eddie Gottlieb. I'll tell James you. James Naismith. I'll tell you, I'll, you know, total aside, I saw Moses Malone on the Sixers his second go around and it was in the Boston garden. I thought you were going to say you saw Moses more nude. That was really awkward. That, that would have been that the, from what I, the, the rumor is that guy was uh, bigger than Nick Foles level. <laughs> Steve, where do you get your info? Yeah. yeah. Oh, where's your sources on uh pro athlete genitalia sizes? <laughs> you know what? Just have Michael fact check that. We'll be good. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I can say I saw Moses Malone when they were when the Sixers were wearing that ugly ass uniform, the one with all the stars on it, with Sean Bradley at center. I don't hate that uniform. Neither do I. And I, but but I, I went, it was in my college years in Boston. I wanted to see him play the Sixers, and you know that's the error I got. And and the Celtics trounced them because they were terrible at that time. But you know, it's pretty epic to see Moses in that uniform, though. Is that yeah. your opinion? Me, yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks I, for I, sharing. 
I had a little one-on-one time, Moses, at the, uh, you did too, Hitman, right? Mm-hmm. At that uniform unveiling. Mm-hmm. Nice. Because we got nice. him early before the crowd poured in. He was actually a really nice dude. Yeah, I got uh, I got him in person once. Yeah, he was very cool. Nicer guy. What Moses was the other or... thing? Where did we see him? We saw him. We saw him at the jersey unveiling. That's and the only time didn't I we saw. see him? Didn't we see him at the uh, city hall thing with Doctor J and them? Wasn't he there? Uh, I don't. He was like walking him. around. Him and uh, I think Daryl Dawkins was there. Nice. Daryl Dawkins is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not anymore. But... Yeah. Daryl Dawkins is alive with with Epstein. I'm telling you. I'm starting that rumor. I remember when I got my picture taken with Daryl Dawkins. I'm like, you are just a massive human being. Yeah. He, he made he, me look like Muggsy Bogues. Yeah. You know? That that guy was a riot in person. No. Like he was he was he might have been one of the nicest guys I ever met and funny as hell, man. Like he just yeah. made everyone laugh. Cracking jokes left and right. I still say Shaq's the biggest human being I've ever seen in person. Well, Where did you see him in person at? At the, the Hall of Fame? The, yeah, yeah, the Hall of Fame. Dude, to he's find, just so to... physically imposing. Like, so, like overall height and size, like mass. Yeah. Just his, he's such a big person. So let, let's define define in person for a second for me. Does this does this mean you have to meet them outside of where they're performing or where they're playing in this case, or could say sitting ringside at a wrestling event count and watching them wrestle? It depends. Is this uh, who? Who is the person seeing and, Andre the Giant? But this is your story. Well, yeah, I, I've seen Andre the Giant, but it was as but, I, it was as he was wrestling, and I was tenth row ringside, so he was just like. Right, there. but it doesn't count. It doesn't count because it's your it story. Because so. he was performing. So, because so, I didn't count. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we've established that by now. If it's me, it doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> Steve. And that's great. It's like Steve doesn't even listen. He just keeps going. And then, like, a minute later, he's like, oh, wait. <laughs> well, I'm, 50, I'm 52, man. The brain's the first to go. So, wait, you saw Andre Giant wear, like, the Spectrum? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It it, it it was one of the epic nights of my life because did you mark was, did you mark out? Oh God, yeah, because I so here it is. It, it was my first ever wrestling match, 1984. I was 12. Yeah, I'm old. Uh, January of 84. I, I was three. Yeah. <laughs> I was negative two. Thank you. Now, if any of you, are, so if any of you are familiar with wrestling history, the Iron Sheik was the champion. And the Iron Sheik was the champion for the, a grand total of like a month. Yeah, he, but he's been the champion of Twitter for years. Oh, God, That's yeah. He, he's the facts. GOAT. The absolute GOAT. <laughs> Fuck the Hulk Hogan, man. The jabroni. He, shut twi- he shut Trump down, but not him. Right. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> he's just effing everybody, and that's totally cool. Dude stirred more shit than a little bit on Twitter for sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing. So <laughs> that night, yeah. So this was the transition because, like, a week later, Hulk Hogan beat him. So I, I got to see the Iron Sheik with the belt. That was a total aside. But the main event was an eight-man tag team match. Whoa! It it was Sergeant Slaughter and all three Wild Samoans, Appa, Sika, and Samu, versus Rocky Soulman Johnson, Tony Atlas, Jimmy Snuka, and Andre the Giant. And it was a best two out of three falls. One of the falls ended when Snooker 
stood on top of Andre's shoulders and did the super fly. Nice. And if you thought that the spectrum was loud during J.J. Daniels goal in 1987 with the, when, he, when he scored with the Flyers, I'm just telling you, we went apeshit when that happened. Well, let's say if you go to a wrestling event, like even if you like, you just gotta like commit to this. But like, I I'm gonna just pretend like every story is real and every move is real. Right. And do, just do you think they knew who was gonna mark win? out, <laughs> dude? In 1984, I'm pretty sure three quarters of the crowd believed it was real. There was mm-hmm. there was some uh, they were into. Were it you in then. that three quarters, Steve? I was I was 12. I was still kind of you know I hadn't quite. Figured it out yet? But I was still I was still willing to take it at face value. Wait, figured what out? That it was that it was <laughs> figured what out? Yeah, <laughs> you're just spoiling everything for me tonight, Steve. I know the spoilers. Wrestling, sets, wrestling, uh, Santa Claus. We're going to that next. Oh. Tooth fairy, but uh, yeah. So, but I mean, look to see Andre. Do, like do that shit, man. It was it was like twelve year old me just lost my mind. And then he went backstage and just drank six thousand beers. Yes, he did. I, I well, I told you a guy I used to work with. He was he worked for the WWF for like twenty. I think it was like 26, 27 years setting up rings, traveling all over with him. Scrawny little white dude. He was like a fall down drunk. Nice dude, but he was beat to shit. But he had stories because he worked with like through all the glory days, warrior, all them guys like. He said Andre used to kill like two bottles of wine before a match. Go out, fuck like he just nonstop drank. Like mm-hmm. it's funny, Kinda, him, like like a bottle of wine to him, like just holding it, right? It's like a serpent like, in our hand. It's like it's, it's, it's like, like my diet decaf tea is what that is. No, it's like any of us holding like a twenty ounce Pepsi. Like seriously, pretty much. Like, pro- <laughs> like proportionally, like me holding a twenty ounce Pepsi is Andre Johnson, Andre uh, Andre the Giant. Uh, he does have a giant Johnson, but Andre the Giant. <laughs> now, even I have never confirmed that. Okay, look. I mean, he was tag teaming with Rocky Soulman Johnson, so I mean, say take it. The Rock's yeah. dad. I mean, come on, The Rock's dad was in that match. That's a pretty cool thing to be at. Yeah, it was epic. I never went to a live wrestling match. Me neither. I'm the dork of the group, yes. Yeah, I think I wish I did. Like when I was like younger and like more like uh but you know like what willing though? to commit. Mm-hmm. I think it, I would have I would have went to one of those ECW things because oh. they were fucking insane, bro. Yeah, those were those were lit. I love watching um like it'll pop up on like my Facebook timeline from, from time to time. Uh there was like an ECW one night only like reunion. And mm-hmm. uh who's the guy with the stick? Sandman. Yeah. So Sandman came in from like the rafters. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that just looks like that was like the most fun night ever. Oh, everyone. <laughs> and, and, and you did it to enter Sandman by Metallica and like everyone's right. going crazy. Right. And by the way, that crowd, I think maybe three women in the whole crowd, total sausage mm-hmm. fest. Right. Mm-hmm. But they don't care. They're all just like, you know, yeah, throwing each go. other off the balcony and just like yeah. partying, man. They don't care. Yeah, because I think it was them versus the uh, Dudley brothers. Yeah, it was. It was Sandman and Tommy Dreamer versus the Dudleys, because that was a great night. I remember that. Is the ECW ECW arena is still alive, right? It's I think they do boxing there. Yeah, yeah. uh, So my buddy turned pro there. 
2300 Arena. Or yeah, whatever. that's what they call it now. Or they, it might have another name. But I think yeah, they 2, were 300. actually just fighting to save that space with everything that's going on. Well, oh, the, wow. remember if you remember, the Eagles had their uh, Super Bowl ring ceremony there. They rented oh, out okay. that hall. Uh, I, the only time I was in there uh, was actually for a wrestling autograph show. That was where I met Ric Flair and got my picture taken with the four horses. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on now. I've been, I've been watching a lot of old Ric uh, Flair promos lately. Uh, see, you could get lost. You can get yeah. lost in Ric Flair promos, man. He was an animal on the mic. I don't even want to watch wrestling. Ma- I can give two you-know-whats about the matches, right? I just like watching those old promos where they just said stuff that, like, that every wrestler would have been canceled today for oh yeah anything they said. Dude, you know, I love old Macho Man or yeah, Macho Man on the mic. His like, oh, he was he, that man, that dude was next level. Next, yeah. So I mean, if you know anything about the background of like like what happens behind the scenes of wrestling, today's wrestling everything is scripted. Like they don't want they somebody writes your lines, you have to memorize them. No one has any free reign anymore, but in those days, they said whatever the hell they wanted. Mm-hmm. The literally, like, you know, Mean Gene Oakland was interviewing him, and literally it was like, Macho Man would walk into the studio, and Mean Gene would be like, what do you want to say today, Macho? He's like, just just ride with me. We'll go. And, did you, you know, they did went. Did you see when Booker, Booker T called Hulk Hogan oh, the N-word? Bro. Oh, <laughs> I, one of us had to bring it up. Yep. <laughs> we come <laughs> And you can see the second he says it, he like turns. He's like, "Oh no, what did I do?" <laughs> but the, and then to follow up on that, Vince McMahon did a skit where he used the word in front of Booker T, and they kind of played it up. Did you ever see the that? N-word? Yeah, it's out there. Hogan got canceled for that. No, no, Vince McMahon made it part of the script, but he turned himself into the like the, you know, he's trying to be cool by saying it. And go YouTube it somewhere. What? Vince McMahon comes up and goes, "What's up, my n-word?" And you pan away, and it pans over to Booker T, and he just got this googly eye look, and he does the, "Tell me he did not just say that." <laughs> yeah. And then the, I wish the you, next week you got to do the whole podcast in the Booker T voice. Steve. Oh, I will so do it. <laughs> five time, five time. <laughs> I ran into Booker T outside of a roast beef joint in Massachusetts, man. Did I was hurt. Did it hurt? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I was just because we're, we're, they, they, I, there, there's this place called Kelly's Roast Beef that's pretty popular up there, and I'm walking up there and I'm like, "That's Booker T." I what ran is back it with to wrestlers and roast beef. Oh shit! They, they need late night places to eat, and they want protein, so it's like, hey. And that that that's a great roast beef place. I'm just saying. Tell him to go to Nick's roast beef. Uh, you could, but I to- I totally ran back to my car, grabbed the notepad, and ran back just to get him to sign something, which he was cool about. He did. So, I uh I was in. Uh, remember when Tony Luke's had that bar for a little while? Yeah. So I think it was me and my brother Christian were there, and uh, Matt Hardy. Edge. <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Uh, well, it's when he said because Matt Hardy was sitting at the bar, just mm-hmm. like chilling by himself. And we left, we left him alone for the first time, but my sister like loved the Hardy brothers. So before we left out, I'm like, yo, Matt, we're big fans. 
he signed a dollar bill. I gave it to my. I don't even know if she still has it, but uh, Matt Hardy signed a dollar bill for her. It was like the only thing we had. You know what I mean? Like we didn't have nothing on. Yeah, us. you get caught and you got nothing, but you get yeah. what you can. But he was cool. He was like totally cool. Yeah, he was like real chill. Very pre. Like he was like because you never know in that scenario, like how are they going to feel about you approaching in a public setting, right? Um, and right. he was like totally cool about it. Yeah. No, totally. So, <sighs> let's just enjoy the awkward silence all of a sudden. That was wonderful. <laughs> what, like, what? Where would you draw the line in public on like approaching someone? That's an interesting uh, question. If his pants are down, I'm not going over. It's best <laughs> time, though. They can't run. <laughs> <laughs> now, my my thing was like when we would go to Chickies, right? Because Chickies, you would just see people sitting at tables all the time. Mm-hmm. If they were if they were eating, we weren't saying nothing to them. Like, no, you not can't even, do like, that. Not even just waving hi, you know? Yeah. I think I told you that Ryan Howard story, right? You might have to tell it again because... I, so Michael's five years old. We're in Chickies for the, the Andy Reid radio show. And as we're walking in, uh, Ryan Howard's sitting at a table just with like two other people. And, and Michael's five, and he's going nuts because he loved... Ryan Howard is easily his favorite Philly. Love mm. Ryan Howard. So Michael the whole time is going nuts. Dad Ryan Howard. Dad Ryan Howard. I finally like, like I. It looks like Howard was kind of done eating. So I walked to his table. I'm like, Hey, Ryan, um, I'm really sorry to bother you. And he gave me like a real like nasty look. Like, are you kidding me? And I was like, Listen, I don't want an autograph. My son is five, and he doesn't understand that you don't. Like leave people alone when they're eating because he's five. He just wants to give you a fist bump. Like, is it cool? And he, and he said, yeah. He came right over, gave Michael a fist bump, talked to him for a minute. He was real cool. But I mm. felt so slimy doing it because the dudes have to eat. You know, it's just yeah. hard to to get a five year old to chill in that scenario. You know, it's hard too, especially when you're like local celebrity like that. You got to expect when you go out to a local area, people are at least going to acknowledge you to some degree. Especially, you know, especially a sports bar, right? Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. It's not like he's in like uh you know Lebec Finn or or you know, the prime rib, you know. <laughs> Lebec Finn, man. You just dropped Lebec Finn on us. It ain't even there no more. Wow. I know, right? Nice. <laughs> that was like my dad when we were growing up, that was like my dad's like go-to reference a, f- a fancy restaurant. Like none of us ever went there, which is I guess why we thought it was like super fancy. I don't even know if it was or wasn't. But that was like always my dad's thing, like uh Le- Lebec Finn. So wait, your dad went there without you? Yeah, I don't think he went there. Yeah, I have. If he if he did, I'm gonna get a text message yelling at me. Wait, are you saying that. you're his dad, Steve? I <laughs> well, that's it. I your am your father. <laughs> no, I I I have eaten at Lebec Finn, and I've seen George Perrier lose his shit in the dining room. Like he he used to break like, his waist there. Like he, Actually pooped in the middle of the dining room. <laughs> well, you know, it was that's a hell of a night. World of Paul Pierce. <laughs> Paul Pierce. Oh, uh, so, should I tell the Lebec Finn story just because? Uh, listen, sure. This is your world, Steve. We're just living this in is, it. This is it. Yeah. You know, I just yeah, want you. I'm I just uh, don't cost rent. Really, really, Mike. <laughs> it, it, Mike. In the end, I just want you to think it's funny because that's all I care about anymore. But. Uh, <laughs> That was, uh, that was funny. 
So it was uh, the only time I could ever really afford to eat at a Lebec Finn is during restaurant week. Right, you know, yeah. when everything's $35. So we actually managed to get a, a reservation during restaurant week and went sure. there and ate there one night. And food was pretty damn good. I'll say it. It was really, really good. But, you know, you know George Perrier, the main chef, he has a reputation of being very demanding. But he's out there like he actually came out and would berate his staff. And he, you know, because he actually got on them because they left a bread dish on the table. Like they were clearing the dishes and they just didn't manage to pick up the bread and butter dish. So this is how he said it. Now, you know French? Oui. Oui. Parlez-vous français? What's, what's the French word for bread? Pain. Pain. Okay. Yeah, like Auban pain. Yeah, pain. Yeah. So, so he actually... And he actually said this to like the it wasn't even to the to the waitress or the bus boy, it was like to the mater D there. He just goes uh, like taps her on the shoulder, and goes, Bendish, Bendish, I do not like that. And he woos away. That was my George Perrier story. Bendish, I do not like that. Yeah. And I'm... the best part, as he's walking away, she lets him have it. She's like, You miserable motherfucker, don't you <laughs> she started giving it to him behind his back. Yeah. Good. There's a lot of those chef shows where these chefs are like, yeah, like so hyped for no reason. You could also tell like she had been working there for a long time, and it was like one of those things where you're like talking about your your uncle, your crazy uncle behind his back or something. She just started giving it back to him. It's like like, you know that was more entertaining than the meal to me. Like you know having George come out. See, I, I feel like that would be part of it too to like go to like actually go to a Gordon Ramsay place. Yeah, and see Gordon Ramsay. I want to see like, him yeah. rip somebody to pieces. That's yeah. part of the experience. You know what God, I mean? God, yeah. God, yeah. Nicole would rather go to a Bobby Flay place and have him uh, propose to her. Oh, nice. <laughs> there you go. I've, I, I, you know, Bobby Flay is someone I have met. So, really? Yeah. Book she would, I did. Nicole, uh, yeah, seen, we, I've like tried to like, it's hard to like pay attention and see when it's going to happen, but he periodically does things that, uh, the Borgata, where like you can actually meet him after he cooks your food or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I would love to be able to do that someday. But you know, those things sell out in seconds. So yeah. So uh, wait, so wait a second, Mike. I just want to establish this. Does this mean I've gained Nicole clout? That's a question for her, not for me. I mean, look, I I've met Bobby Flay. I don't, I don't and hate I will her say clout. this: I made Bobby Flay laugh. I went up to him, and the first thing I said to him is like, "Dude." Your burger place way better than Emeralds. That's all I said. Just drop that on him because it's actually true. His body flay burgers it, joint was his, better than. Was his response? Boom. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> he said it was. You know what it was? It was boom, motherfucker. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> he, he dropped it right. He's like boom, motherfucker. Yeah. Remember, I wasn't Bobby Flay in my uh, quarantine house. He might have been. I, I think, think Bobby was he, was in my. I think he was, was in, he in mine. Uh, he was in uh, one of ours because because he would be an awesome quarantine house because yeah, not, dude drinks. Yeah. Oh, I I did his uh, rum punch. Dude recipe. cooks. You know you yeah. said if he's there. Yeah. I think I had. I thought I had Bobby Flay, um, the sniper from Private Ryan, and uh, <laughs> the the dumb Belushi, the one who's not successful, Jim. <laughs> yeah, 
I'm pretty sure that was my. Uh, that would be a good one. Medical marijuana now. Yeah. Hey, dude, not for nothing. Jim had a pretty good movie career. Okay. Yeah. I thought Jim did a few good movies. I actually like some of his stuff. He's not John. No. Space Jam 2? Yeah, he's coming. Him and LeBron <laughs> hanging out. He's playing Bill Murray's role in Space yes. Jam 2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Take it to the hole and dominate. <laughs> Bill, Bill, we're on defense. <laughs> nice. Another celebrity Steve, I've another celebrity I've met at the Sixers game. Just saying. Steve, we're 36 minutes in and you haven't given us one of the topics yet. I know. No. <laughs> You're the one who gave How's us one of the topics. Riffing, Steve? You came we've, yeah. It's like that's our thing now. We just riff. We've twice hit a silence period, and Steve was rather be like, this is a good chance to introduce topics. Steve's like, nah, let's enjoy the quiet. Yeah, because that this plays, is that, that plays great on a listening tool. But look at what happened. We just came out of it and started firing again. It's this like, we we're, just, we're just going to take a second, do. gather ourselves, and then we're going to fire. So before we jump on the pod, yeah. um, Pittman is referring to you as uh, Wilson. Um, from home improvement because of yes. the shirt you're wearing. I am I'm currently wearing a Carhartt plaid. Steve's and got the said, Bedford 2000 Carhartt plaid on. And I'm said the, as an as a neighbor you're Wilson. Yeah. But I think you're more Mr. Wilson. Mr. I like I Mr. Wilson. You're you're, you're going back to Dennis Wilson. the Menace. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would totally be more Mr. Wilson than Wilson. I actually I actually I met Wilson from Castaway, but we're not gonna oh, get it. <laughs> Wilson, we have made fire. <laughs> oh my god. Fuck, yeah, screw the topic. Let's let's keep going. Yeah, let's just keep going back to Tom Hanks movies. We did Forrest Gump, now we got Castaway. <laughs> yeah. We could just totally go, man. No, I'd say no, no, we were talking about that before the pod. It's like you think I'm Wilson and neighbor. I'm like, dude, I do not have my life together like that guy had. That guy right. had the answers to everything. I can't even figure out my own shit. But yelling at kids in your rose garden, I can see that. Yeah, so totally. 100%. You sons of bitches, get out of my Steve, rose garden. Steve's the get off my lawn guy. That's yeah. <laughs> Steve, when Steve, when you mow your lawn, do you just take like a couple minutes to just like to admire it when you're done? God, dude, I own a John Deere tractor now. I have a hat and everything. Okay, Damn. Steve, how many of those protected by ADT signs are on your lawn? <laughs> Seven. Okay, he actually steals them from other houses, so he can just have like a, a fence. Of There's no walkway lights. It's all ADT signs all the way up to the door. <laughs> oh my god my lawn has been treated by lawn care that kind of shit, you know you get an aerated steve that's it oh yeah i get an aerated area aerated yeah <laughs> out there with a spray bottle and shit that's me cutting the cutting the th i cut it with scissors i just nice. you know, go along with me <laughs> How, how sure. long would that take you? How long would it take? Five you? days straight. And it's like as soon as you're done, you have to go back to the beginning and start again. Yeah, because it grew back have, in. Do you have long front and back? <laughs> oh, I got a little little patch in the front with a hill. Yeah. That's, 
Oh, you're going I'm somewhere not else with it. Gonna go there. You're going somewhere else with that, and I don't even know where you're going. Not at all. <laughs> you took it there. Uh, you got right on the tractor and drove right there, Steve. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what the topic list is anymore. I'm just well, time... well, you were almost fact checked. Well, we got well. That, was that was that the, that was the whole uh, age thing, right? Or was there another fact no, check? No, no. Oh, okay. I told you that I was going to discuss the fact check separate of that. Let's go. So I hear Michael go to his phone. We're driving to soccer last night. Mm-hmm. Hey, Siri, how many months are in a year? I mean, how many weeks are in a year? Mm-hmm. I'm like, Michael, it's 52. He's like, I know, Dad. I know it's 52. But Steve said we're in week 54. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to I had to explain like like what you were going for there, right? Oh my god, do you hear this? Siri my, just went totally, off on you. You totally ass. triggered your own Siri. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> There's 525,949.2 minutes in a year. Hey Siri, Dude, you just, that's like that's Jesus like the song Christ, from right down right there. hunting. Jesus. Um, but he so totally that, t- he totally bought that. That's fantastic. He he was ready to fact check you. Ah. Um, but then when I explained like kind of what you were doing, basically saying like 2020 sucked and we thought 2021 would be good and it's basically an extension thus far. So his response was then like, okay, then his legacy remains intact. Okay. Like, I don't even know what that means, but yeah, okay. I'm bud. like, dude, I got a legacy now? What the? F-? Yeah. Is that a good thing? He's in a Star Wars, so he says like weird things at times. He probably okay. saw a Star Wars episode. Oh, I mean, you know that that that's fine parenting right there. That's good. <laughs> that's not me. I don't like Star Wars. I didn't get him on that clip. He just kind of well. Was it the Mandalorian that gatewayed him in? Nah, he's been in Star Wars long before that. In fact, my mom gave him my mom, my parents, my mom and my dad gave him uh, a Lego. What's the round ship? Millennium uh, Falcon, a Lego Millennium Falcon, and he it was caught in shipping delays, so he actually got it yesterday at 12. Yesterday, no, Sunday at 12 30. And I never saw that kid so focused before. He built the entire thing by nine o'clock that night. Dude. He spent he spent almost nine hours just straight, just building that thing. That's it was sweet. like cool to see him that focused, but I'm like, it's Star Wars, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> So let's see. Oh, he's like, let me take a stock now. So so far, Michael has thought that I was in my mid fifties, early yes. mid fifties, and he also thought that I thought there were fifty four weeks in a year. <laughs> yeah, he does not think very highly of you. No, <laughs> your your son out, that that little b thinks uh, thinks I'm an idiot basically, and he's partially yeah. right. I'm just. Well, I was gonna say, do you blame him? <laughs> I look, like, look. Have I ever portrayed myself otherwise? I mean, you know, I, I, I have built my own legacy in that regard. I'm not even. I mean, if I were to to, to describe this podcast in as fewest word possible, it would be three idiots talk about life. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's that's more than so. Fair. And so I'm the idiot not, moderator. You're not, I'm. You're I'm not. You're not the only idiot on this podcast, Steve. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so, okay, topic list. Let's segue, because you came up with one, and we're going to go to that now. You, uh, Mike, mentioned something about kids cursing in sports, and I want to see where yeah. you wanted to go with this. So I don't I don't totally hmm, 
like, I guess I don't know when it's okay, like when they're not kids anymore, when like the la- when it's the language is okay, I guess. So the the scenario is Michael um, has a soccer game on Saturday. Kid from the other team, he's got a point blank shot in front of the net. There's nobody near him. It's him and the goalie, and he goes like real high, like he missed it real high. Mm-hmm. And the kid yells as loud as he can, "F!" Ah, just drops <laughs> a huge, huge f bomb. And I was like, "Whoa!" Like, <laughs> like you know, what I mean, like Michael doesn't talk like that now i know that he i hear him talk to his friends and he does have friends who do talk like that but i was surprised that they would be so public with it so at the game i'm like yeah michael how about that kid who dropped that f-bomb and michael started laughing right away he's like hi ah, yeah he said that that kid was cursing the whole game <laughs> so i michael is probably in the minority at this point as a 12 year old Mm-hmm. Who doesn't talk like that out there? I don't think they're all as loud as that kid was, but I guess I'm just—I don't know. Like, it's like with you with you uh, hit me up with Nina. Like, is our language on the court when she's playing now? Uh, I'll be honest; she hasn't been on the court in a while, which that sucks. But that's her choice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the older and more competitive they get, the more you'll see that side of kids. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. that it's right, but mm-hmm. look, you know what? If if it's because he missed an easy shot, I'm okay. Like 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 I understand the f bomb. I totally understand it in my bones because that's just natural reaction. Now, if you're talking trash and cursing, like you you effer, I'm gonna get you. That's over the line. Like if he's just dropping it as, as casual language. But yeah, if for some reason he takes it and in the heat of the moment just accidentally drops an f bomb, yeah, it was loud as as all get out. But I might even understand it. I'd be like, okay, I, I ain't even gonna get mad if it's my kid. Maybe I don't get mad at him. I'd just be like, look, I understand. You, you know, you let yourself get ahead. But if I found out he was like smack talking it, then yeah. I think that I think well, part of my thing is another question too, though. What age does smack talk become appropriate? Define uh, I mean, smack. I, are you talking cursing smack talk or? I mean, smack talk is smack talk to me. Yeah, we're I, in a game. It's. I, I enjoy smack talk. I like yeah. it. I like a good back and forth. So. Flexing, flexing after a goal is is a I you know that's like if he does a celebration, it's a form of smack. But I think that's cool. You know. I like, mean, the first thing I taught my kids was like goal celebrations. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like, <laughs> if he's gonna do that, that's cool. If he's out there, yeah. like you know. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to F your mother. I mean, that, that would probably be over the line. <laughs> what if that, that got him the win, though, Steve? <laughs> what if him effing someone's mom was the difference between a win or a loss, Steve? Uh, uh, is it a championship? Will I get a trophy out of it? Everybody gets trophies, Steve. It's 2021. Okay, and, yeah, and, you'll, and you'll be interviewed by Netflix for the documentary that will come 10 years later. Oh, they'd, yeah. they'd F your mother. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, there's, there's winning and there's losing, man. And we're winning. That's it. I Like, the more I, the more I was thinking about it, right, I think that I think that part of the reason I was, like, taken back by it, like, I was never, like, the, the goal scorer or, or the tops. I was, like, a role player in all the teams I was on, right? So was I. So I was never in in that scenario to like have like a wide open shot on a net somewhere and miss. Like in basketball, I was on the block, right? 
So I made 60% of my shots because I was two feet from the rim. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you were. You know, I, I think part of it was not necessarily the language. Part of it was like, I didn't even understand the reaction because I've never been in that scenario where I just missed a, a wide open, like you don't miss layups, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know if that's the same thing because you're still like, if you miss a layup, it's like you can score next time on the floor. Where in soccer, that might be your only opportunity. Yeah. Time. You ever you see get... somebody score on the wrong basket though? I did it. I did it. How old? I <laughs> uh, was uh, 49. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Story. Uh, yeah, it was off of a, uh, it, it was a championship game, actually. Uh, oh, I happened geez. to be, it was intramural basketball. I think it was like 10 or 11. Did they at uh, least give you a ring too? Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. I was on the best team in the league. It was not ring because pop. I was on it. Okay. I was I was the Mike Hoke of the team. I was the guy who took up down low. But because- whoa, 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 whoa! I didn't suck. What's that? I Neither did suck. I. Oh, you sucked. No, no, I was like an all star, dude. So was I. But I was an all star on that you team. You said you were the Mike Hoke of the team, like twelfth man. <laughs> no, I was no. I did not say twelfth man. What I was the, the guy down low, man? dude. You go back over to tape later. You'll see what I meant. I was the I was the big guy taking up space underneath. I was boxing out. I was grabbing rebounds. I was doing putbacks. Now I was an all star on that team basically because everyone else on my team we were like the Lakers. So we had James Worthy. We had like Magic Johnson. We had all those guys out there creating space. So I just had to be cream down low and just like clean everything up, man. It was easy. Easy as fucking. Like Boston cream or cream Abdul-Jabbar? <laughs> little of both. Thank or, you. Or casseroles, everything around me. Yeah. I was basically I was basically like Shaq, you know, with the, uh, you know, on an, I was Shaq on an all-star team. It was it was easy. But, so, my story. I picture so, you more like Robert Trailer, honestly. Hi, yeah. I can, or, yeah. or Todd McCulloch. That's fair. We'll yeah, go with Big totally, Todd. Totally fair. So, it was a tip off it, like, like the, the ball got tied up and it was a jump ball scenario and I'm on the side of the circle and they tip it to me, come straight to me. I turn around and, and just I do a, slam it. No, I do a sweet pivot from the key and I just hit a mid range jumper. And as soon as I hit the mid range jumper, the other team started celebrating. And that's when I realized what I had done. I totally, Swung around, hit a pretty mid-range on the wrong basket, and the other team just started celebrating. And I'm just like, I shrunk. Meanwhile, but, your mom's in the stands. That's my Steven. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what happened? My team got so pissed they cut you at halftime. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, I'm not lying about this. We turned on the next gear. And we totally rattle off like the next 14 unanswered on their ass. We just said, we just, we so, we got so Until mad. You shot another jumper for him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And Dude, then, and then it was I, <laughs> I sparked our team to a run because he's like, all right, enough. It's time for us to go on a run. Jumper yeah, for them. Jumper <laughs> that's pretty for much them. what happened. My team got so pissed at me. That they took it out on the other team, and we totally just smacked their asses down, and and we won the championship. And did they, did they carry you off the court, Rudy? Yes, style? I, I got carried off like Rudy. It was totally like, nice. We everything was Rudy. forgiven. So much that story is fake. I hate Rudy. It's 
Brody was offsides. Yeah. That's I, a lie. It's a lie. But, so, yeah. I, you know what, dude? What's a lie? Rudy being offsides or that most of that movie's fake? Rudy would truck both of you. <laughs> Bring it. Bring it right now. I'm just saying. You he know what? Go, for sure. For sure. Rudy I've, would I've truck called, Skinny Steve. Oh, Rudy I've is totally trucking Skinny Steve. I called out Redding, right? Yeah. What else, what else did I call out? Uh, yeah, who did you call out last week? I, I can't remember. But now add Rudy to the list. Right. Ru- Rudy is, is on the list. Yeah. This is an anti-Rudy podcast. <laughs> Dude, I, but, but no, uh, Pitman, to answer it, Rudy now would still truck Skinny Steve's ass. Okay? Truck me. Rudy in his 60s is trucking me. All right? Sean Astin, the guy who played Rudy, is trucking me. <laughs> what the <laughs> truck? Like, I'm, I'm talking like your stiff arm. You know, like... Carrie Green might truck me, okay? She was in that movie, I think. Wasn't she? Carrie, am I, I thinking the right know. movie? I don't know. I don't even know who that is. I don't even know who that is. The one Carrie. Mike did see the movie, let's was be honest. Was she in that movie? I, I'm, I'm thinking, or am I, I did see a movie with That everybody. groundskeeper clapping. Yeah, oh. Yeah. Dude, that was a good movie up until then. There were parts of that I actually enjoyed a lot. That yeah. movie. Yeah, that was. What was your favorite part, Steve? It was probably yeah. the scenes with the groundskeeper, you the know, where he's, the, the the scene where where they where I think the scene where Rudy had quit and the that's funny, the scene where Rudy had quit and the groundskeeper talks him back on the practice field and starts talking about the education and how he had been on the field. That 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 I liked. Do you think anyone ever reads the credits? Be like, oh, I really want to know who did the key grip in this movie. The key uh, grip people, was fantastic. People who like work in Hollywood do that shit or study film. That they'll do. It's Savage Studios. They need to read yeah. credits. Oh man, hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still we're still waiting for Mike's Christmas trailer to drop sometime we're, around. We're Easter. waiting. We're waiting. But... <laughs> waiting and waiting. So yeah, as far as who would truck me, yeah, all of them are trucking Skinny Steve. But look, Jimmy uh, Carter would truck you now with his car with his go kart. <laughs> you would totally. But look, okay, look. I'm, I'm just saying, me in my 20s, I think I got a fighting shot. In my 20s. like I'm Wait, is, like, is Rudy in his 60s and you're his 20s? Or is Rudy... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the parameter. 60-year-old Rudy versus 20-year-old Steve. 20 I'd year probably old still take Rudy. No, I am, I'm, I, yeah, I'm trucking Rudy at that point. Bro, Rudy's as good once as he ever was, for sure. Yeah. You saw the movie? Line up or shine up? That's it. But look, not for the. I used to play some pickup ball in college, and I used to like, you know, get in there and like, you know, I, I was taking some heavy, you know, some heavy abuse, like, That's like, like boxing saying. out and like with, with some, with some, uh, you know, swirlies and wet willies. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, you set it up so easily. You got I it. know. <laughs> I but that. That's apparently my job. <laughs> It's my job in the... Chad. It's my job here. You went from sausage king to assist king. That's it. <laughs> I'm I'm Ish Smith, and everyone else is Nerland's Noel. Steve Stockton over there. That's the it. dish from Ish. Dude, I miss all all the shittiest guys had like the best like lines and nicknames. Cannonball, yo, that shit yeah. was like the glory days yeah. of straight bums. Oh, oh, Matt Cord was was uh, on his A game back then. Because he had to be. No one else cared. Right. He had to make yeah. it happen. For the 12 people in the stadium. Yeah. But Steve cared. 
There was yeah, always Steve looming in the shadows of Sixers games for two reasons. Number one, to meet celebrities. Yes. Number two, to secretly pull the rug out from Matt's feet should he slip up in a game. Dude, and I, number three, tickets were like a row for a dollar. For, yeah. Well, honest to God, when we got in, I couldn't even give tickets to people. They didn't even want them. I right. couldn't give games away. If something's cheap, Steve is in. Oh, God, yeah. And yeah, would I have pulled the rug out from Matt Cord? Holy fucking yeah, I would have. Although I love Matt Cord. He's but really we, good. Would he truck yeah. you? Uh, now, Could yeah. Matt Cord truck 20-year-old Steve? Not 20-year-old Steve. He's not trucking 20-year-old Steve. I'm sorry. I'm, I might have to talk to Matt about this. I think That's Matt it. can truck you. But we, we, we've discussed my uh, attempt, my, my, my one shot at glory where I tried out to be the Sixers PA announcer. And Matt Cord came in and just slayed us all. It was, it was his comeback. I thought, you, well, you know, the, like that one year where they tried Dude to never called a Kobe championship game. That's true. That's true. So Big fuck facts. him. Big fuck facts. Him. But you remember the one year they tried to put Tom LeMayne in? I don't no. know who Tom LeMayne is. He's like an old school broadcaster. He was like the weatherman for Channel 3. When the new ownership came in, they decided they wanted a new PA announcer, so they hired Tom LeMayne. Was and Adam Aaron? Yeah, yeah, that Adam must be like the year they changed the ball. Yeah, and and you know what? It just it just Tom Lemayne, legendary broadcaster. It didn't work. He didn't fit. So that following year, they had open tryouts for the PA announcer, and I went down there thinking, you know what? I'm probably not going to get this, but I got to take my shot. So I went down there to try out, and I go in. And we're all in the uh, locker room, like uh, 30 of us or so waiting to get it. They did us in stages. I was number 83. I walk into the locker room, and there's a bunch of guys there. They're all talking to each other. And I look there. Are they naked or no? No. Nah, well, Jesus Christ. That would be kind of awkward. Thank you. <laughs> but, I was trying to figure out how you got the Sausage King nickname. I guess that's I, story. It wasn't from there. Question. I have a follow-up question when Steve's done. Okay. When I walk in the locker room, the, one of the first people I see was Matt Cord, and I'm like, "Dude, you know, you know him by look." Yeah, well, the, wow. I worked in I worked in radio. I I didn't know no, him I personally, but I, I yeah, I knew that. him by look. Uh, but you know, my uncle knows him pretty well. Like I know people who knew him. But I'm right there. Like there's Matt Cord, and I I went right up to him. I'm like, "They're making you try out," and he said. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm trying out just like everyone. And he's just there like the rest of us. That's the moment I said, there's no way we're winning. There's absolutely no way we're winning this. He came Matt in Cordes like Larry Bird, 88 three-point contest. So, I'll, you know, I'll go through a little more of the story just because. And I remember because they, they divided us into further sections. And I'm in there with like a group of 10. And we go to the next room, which happens to be the Sixers locker room, which is pretty cool. I'm in the Sixers locker room and we're all just sitting there. But yeah. I remember... I walked outside and I'm talking to Brian Startari. Brian Startari was trying out too. And I'm out in the hallway talking to him, just shooting the breeze about general stuff. And Matt Cord goes into tryout. We can all hear him. And he's absolutely nailing the tryout. I mean, he's just slaying it. He's, he's doing his whole, his whole shtick. And Adam Aaron is like, you know, in the stands, like doing a tryout. And for some reason, after Matt Cord tries out, they shut the door. And it's like they were talking behind the scenes for like 10, 15 minutes. Like the tryout stopped. And we're all sitting there looking at each other like, 
did this thing just end? Did Matt Court just go in and say, that's it, we're done? We all thought it was over, but they resumed the tryouts 15 minutes later. But I'm going to myself, what were they talking about? Because the fact of the matter is he did eventually get the job. You should have just went there and did a, like an impersonation of what he was doing, just steal his You know what? The, the weird thing is they continued the tryouts, and they let us all try out. Now, not for nothing, I went in there and slayed it because they actually let me go to the second round. They had a second round of tryouts. Did you do the speech from Rudy, Steve? We're going to go yes, inside. Uh, we're going to go we're outside. We're going to go outside. I totally did it, man. I was, I was like, I'm just channeling Newt Rockney right now. But, so, but they went through the whole charade. And all of a sudden, I'm in the locker room with the second rounders, the people who made it. One of them was Spike Eskin. Brian Startari made it to the second round. A few other people that I didn't know. Mark Shepard, who's another radio guy. But they let us go in there and try out again. And, and I don't know if they went through the whole charade, but for some reason, they let us think we had a shot. The Rooney rule, Steve. Yeah, pretty much. It, it's like, it was, I think it was kind of like the Eagles uh, you know, interviewing the head coaches. In the end, we all know Josh McDaniels is getting up. They're still interviewing people. But the fact of the matter is, you know, by getting through to the second round, Adam Aaron was there, and he talked to us all, and he gave us all free tickets to the opener just for making it to the second round. So I'm like, I won already. So, and Mark Shepard actually wound up becoming the uh, backup play by the, the backup PA announcer guy. and wound up becoming the PA announcer for the blue coats through that. So game. you secretly could have like killed those guys off and been like next. Yes. Yeah, so I could have been second in line. I could have just started sniping them. You would have had your finger on the button. Yeah. And apparently I've talked to Mark Shepard. Apparently there was a third round that I did not make, but he oh! made it. Yeah. He made it. And I think Brian Startari might have made it to the third round. I think the reason I didn't make it to the second round is Matt because Ford? now Matt, Matt Cord. The, the odd thing was the second round, Matt Cord was not there. He was not in the second round of tryouts. It's like they graduated him to like yeah, the next level. They were level. looking for his backup at that point. They pretty much were. I think they were. They were looking for the guy who was going to back him up. And by the way. Mark Shepard never got to do a Sixers game because Matt Cord never takes a damn day off. So being the backup to Matt Cord is useless because he won't get sick. So I'm going to ask uh, one question and then we'll jump into our song lyrics since we're at the hour mark. If that's okay. since I totally hijacked it, okay, go ahead. No, that's okay. <laughs> Sorry, I, that I didn't know. I, I didn't realize you had made it that far. Mm-hmm. Um, but you said you guys were in a locker room, right? Mm-hmm. Was there a locker room talk going on? Oh hell yeah! What were you guys talking about? We were uh, probably busted. Like a Trump, was this like a Trump locker room? Uh, we were we were uh, secretly busting the chops of some of the people who were trying out that weren't very good. Like 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 a couple of times, Spike and I looked at each other like, "How did this guy get in here?" <laughs> like, like there were a couple of guys who made it to the second round that we couldn't understand why. So we started wondering if yeah, like, you were just being smug people, just yeah, pretty out. much. Yeah, there was one guy who made it to I the was second round grabbing someone. Look, this is how bad it was. There was a guy who made it to the second round who had a great voice, but he mispronounced Drew Holiday's name. He literally went in there and went, J-Ru Holiday. And we all just kind of looked at each other. J-Who? J-Who, yeah. That was pretty much what we were up against. You know, like yeah. we, we heard Mark Shepard go up there and he nailed it. And Spike and I looked at each other like, this guy may have just won, you know, like we were just spike. Did there. you do like the self echo when you did it? I, a little bit. You know what? 
I gained a little respect for Spike because he actually didn't take it too seriously. He was just a blogger at the time. But he went in there, and he did a boom shakalaka from NBA Jam in his audition. He totally rocked the boom shakalaka. And I actually looked at him and kind of did this, like pound on the chest, like, yeah, I got to respect that. I was actually taking it seriously. Yeah, I was taking it seriously because I kind of wanted to win. He didn't take it seriously. He was just there to have fun. So I kind of knew to... either way he could ride coattails. Yeah. yeah, and he wound up becoming the program director of if IP. You know, so you he know. Won. Yeah, totally. All right. But... So with that said, we're going to transition to our song now. Mm-hmm. So as we know, tomorrow starts the end of the world. That's it. Chaos will assume pandemonium. Uh huh. It's last all gonna of, happen. Last night of Trump's America, get in all the debauchery now, man. Purge begins. Just, no, you know, wait. No, I better... no, 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 no. Debauchery begins tomorrow. Oh, that's... Wait a minute. Look, look. I'm doing a fact check right now. I'm I'm literally going on Twitter to see if Joe Exotic has been pardoned while we've been on the air. Uh, not yet. So. Let, let me, since, I better, I better, I better, I better Google Little Wayne too and see if he got it. But, since go chaos is ensuing, uh huh, and it, it, when the dust settles, it will be a world ruled by juggalos. <laughs> I thought it was a good week to read some ICP. Oh boy, uh, I I don't think he's wrong. It's a shame. I should have told uh, Steve to have some Fago in his cup. <laughs> <laughs> Opportunity missed, dog. Opportunity missed. This week's song is ICP, F the World. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, part of the good thing about this is uh, I probably don't have to say Epstein at any point in the song, do I? I would really <laughs> hope not. Yeah, because that. that would be awkward. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Fuck. Fuck this shit. Fuck, give it to me. If only I could set the world, if only could I set the world on fire. If only could I set the world on fire. Say, fuck the world. Fuck the world. If only I could set the world on fire. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. Fuck you. Fuck me. Fuck us. Fuck Tom. Fuck Mary. Fuck Gus. Fuck Darius. Fuck the West Coast. and Fuck everybody on the East. Eat shit and die or fuck off at least. Fuck preschoolers. Fuck rules. Kings and queens and gold jewelers. Wait, wait, I better check to see, make sure it says Sammy's not coming in. Okay, we good. Uh, fuck wine callers. Fuck chickens. Fuck ducks. Everybody in your crew sucks. Punk motherfucks. Fuck critics. Fuck your review. Even if you like me, fuck you. Fuck Quite your like mama. Fuck your mom's mama. Fuck the Beastie Boys and the Dalai Lama. <laughs> fuck the rain. Fuck a forest gump. <laughs> Dude, that, that just, wasn't planned. That was not planned. <laughs> okay, I just got a text from my wife saying we can hear you. Your son can hear you. Damn it! The Fuck. walls are thin. Yeah, well, he can't hear what I'm saying, Jenny. You, you need to insulate that room. I need to insulate this room. I'm not going any further because the next line's kind of awkward. <laughs> you probably like it in the rump. <laughs> <laughs> fuck shoe pump fuck the real deal and fuck all the fakes fuck all 52 states ooh and fuck you I'm done <laughs> oh man 
did uh, did Sammy like the song? I, I'm sure he did. He's getting <laughs> an education, man. Fantastic. Yes. These uh, moments right here are gold, Steve. They are. Can we have Sammy come in one week and, and read one of the songs? That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Uh, my text back. My text back uh, is tell him I said duck. D-U-C-K. <laughs> well, I don't know if you caught that, but when you said uh, after duck, that quack. reminded me that song. Yeah. <laughs> Can you quack? Can you quack like a duck? When we... <laughs> oh, boy. The, ladies and gentlemen, this might be the night that reading the rap lyrics officially jumped the shark. I'm just saying. Just do yourselves a favor and YouTube uh, quack like a duck. Yes, and look, look for a look for a concert of a guy with American flag cape. That I've heard. That one I've heard. That's beautiful. <laughs> He's but, a great you know, dancer. I'm wondering. I might need to retire this in Biden's America. I'm just saying because you know we could get canceled. I hate Biden and I hate his America. If that's going to get rid of these lyrics. <laughs> it hasn't even started yet. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens next week. We may have to play it by ear. No, we we played it by ear tonight. It went pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Stop the steal, ladies and gentlemen. Stop the steal. You have about twelve hours. Free wheezy. That's it. Free wheezy. Free Joe Exotic. Pardon Fuck yourself. The, Fuck the man, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right, anything else, boys? Should we do a random topic, or should we just get out of here before I Steve, get myself Steve, one time for the fans, like... just yell fuck at the top of your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all, y'all cluck. Y'all cluck. Cluck, oh, baby, oh cluck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. baby. <laughs> just yell, like, truck. Now y'all truck. Truck. <laughs> truck, luck, suck, muck, yuck. <laughs> Muckety muck, baby. Uh, all right. You got a bed silence. in that room, Steve? Because you're going to be sleeping there soon. I, the, the guest room's right next door. Yeah, I, I could be sleeping in that stadium seat over his shoulder. <laughs> the <laughs> back chair. There you go. All right, boys. Uh, next week, when all will be normal again, that's what they tell me. Next week, when we're celebrating Little Wayne's freedom. Yes, next week we'll be doing this podcast in masks because we have to. If no, 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 no I'm fuck the, no, fuck the no, mask. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not that statement nothing. right there is why I know 60 year old Rudy would still trust. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all right, peace out, yo. Later, later. These nuts. Hard work, 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 hard
and keep it the beat. I'ma just keep it a hundred. I'ma just keep on just stunting. It's me and the team. Say they keep keeping it bumping. Pen makes it good in my stomach. I'm keeping it lean. Eating the beat cause they yummy. Top of the charts, yo, we hungry. We chasing the dream. I'm just the one that has no points allowed Like you fly little pelican, call me the brown Try to take it to me, leave you flagrantly foul Like Penny, I'm proud and I stay number one Almost famous like Amos, you test me, you dumb Ain't the remus that Amos to run to the sun In search of the blameless like God's only son Jesus, peace in a three-piece drip, drip Sensei on the chop, hit the deep flip I'm like the off in the cage, the way that I say They say life's a beach and I'm chasing the wave Secrets. <laughs> That's a good one, mate. A lot of people won't tell tell you their uh, closed secrets because they might be still in the closet. <laughs> Anyhow, I hope you're having a bit of fun with that, mate. <laughs> 